0: already knew exactly what I needed to do, but I wasn't confident in the approach. And in services that sell, you talk about, you do a lot of mindset work, one, and you talk about, you know, asking for the sell and, and just how to how to move past the fear that I personally have of like, oh my goodness, I'm going to ask them for a lot of money. No, you're not asking them for a lot of money. It's an invest Just like I made an investment in myself, you're making an investment in yourself that's going to save
1: you so much time in the long run. Great day, great day. You are listening to the Jerisha Said Podcast, episode 69. (music) Having the courage to start your own business and actually sell your consulting services online can be tough. Look, it may not be easy, but it can be simple. In each episode, we take a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain a solid understanding of what's required to serve your clients, sell your services, and scale your consulting business online. All you have to do is listen to what Jerisha said. So if you are ready for a transparent, I'm talking all the way real, edge snatching strategies, grab your castor oil and keep listening. I am your host, former engineer, turned online high ticket sales coach, Jerisha Hawk. You probably chose to tune in today because you have a burning desire. You have had this idea of starting a business and creating consistent revenue, but there's a gap. Something's missing. You still haven't yet figured out how to attract clients consistently and actually have confidence selling them over the phone. And That's why this episode today is brought to you by my premium program, Newly Enhanced Services That Sell 2.0. If you've been thinking about turning the skills that you currently have into a high-ticket, four-figure service that you can sell consistently, I encourage you to sign up for my free crash course training at jerishahawk.com backslash workshop. I'll make sure that you know everything that you need to not just deliver your services and help your clients get results, but how to actually attract those types of clients and sell them consistently using very simple foundational sales strategies. This method has been developed specifically for those who, have not, who don't have a large audience and who don't want to spend thousands of dollars trying to get complicated funnels to actually work. This is your time to gain the clarity that you crave to confidently sell your services online do not waste another minute. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash workshop, register for the next training and finally get a simple plan that you can follow and implement so you can start selling your services. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash workshop now. Does this sound like you? Once you land a client, you're eager to help them get results and you know exactly what to do to help them. The problem, you struggle with attracting the right kind of people and you have no idea how to actually close them to get the sale. If any of that resonated with you, you're going to thoroughly enjoy today's episode with Danielle Adams, a recently enrolled Services That Sell student. In today's case study episode, you're going to learn how this project manager broke through her limiting money mindset barriers to doubling her monthly income month over month since being in Services That Sell. Danielle used to believe that everything cost a lot of money. She struggled with charging the value that her services were worth because what she did came so easy to her. Her services used to be priced at $150 per month, and she was struggling to sell her low-end offers. After revamping her money mindset and learning how to see the value of all she brought to the table, Danielle was able to package her project management services into a four-figure offer and she learned the art of closing high-ticket clients by implementing the services that sell framework. If you want to learn how Danielle brought in more money from one client than she had ever made in her business to date, keep listening. Before we get into today's episode, I want to give a listener shout out. And this one goes to Melissa Flurry Inc. And here's what they had to say Phenomenal. I was a previous student of services at Cell. Hey, girl. And I already knew Jerisha knew her stuff. I found success as a student through her pop method and now listening to her podcast helps me continue to grow as an entrepreneur. The information she provides is valuable and you're able to immediately implement. I love that fact that there's no fluff. She gives it to you straight. Thank you for answering your call and walking your purpose because you've helped me walk in mine. Oh my goodness. Like that is so heartwarming and so affirming. Um, You know, Melissa, thank you for showing up for yourself, for investing in yourself, and thank you for listening in. If you would like to leave a review, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen and leave a review. And I might just give you a shout out on a future episode. I won't make you wait any longer. Let's jump right on in. Danielle, I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm super excited. Um, As I was explaining to you, if you guys are new to listening to the podcast, we love doing these student spotlight episodes because we get the opportunity to introduce you to some of our A players within services that sell. And Danielle is one of those individuals. Uh, So just thank you for taking the time to be here today. Well,
0: thank you for having me. I'm so excited and so thankful.
1: Yeah. So can you give um, us just a quick introduction on what your business is, who you are, what problem you solve, and what your signature service actually is? Sure. So
0: my name is Danielle Adams. I'm the owner of Divine Inspirations Professional Services. Uh, we implement organizational structures that simplify your life, essentially- Essentially, I just free up your schedule to give you more time to do things that you love. So the problem that I solve is overwhelm, overworked, organized chaos, working all the time in your business, and you just need structure and organization so that you can live life. And my signature service is organizational management for service, online service for- excuse me, for online service providers.
1: Right. And I think pretty much everybody listening here is either at the point where they're almost at a stage of overwhelming their business or they're getting close to it. Um, but so, so basically would you kind of define yourself as like a project manager or an, uh, an online business manager or kind of what type of role do you support your clients in?
0: Correct. You hit the nail right on the head. I identify myself as a project manager. I, I my business manager work also, but I identify as a project manager.
1: Come in, work on the project, get the project complete, and then move on to the next project. Okay. Awesome. Um, so I think similar to a lot of our listeners, they're juggling their nine to five job with also building their business. And I'm just curious to know, like what, what is your current nine to five job and how have you been able to leverage the skills from your job to actually support you, um, and make you better within your business?
0: Of course, so uh, I'm a 9 to 5, I'm a teacher, I teach second grade, and really uh, my 9 to 5 is kind of what birthed my passion uh, for organization, and so I've always been the one to do our long-term planning, our short-term planning, our schedules for the entire year, those types of things, and working around the student schedules, teacher schedules, parent schedules, and working through everything, and so um, probably year 2 or 3, I decided, I'm I'm on year 7 right now teaching, on year 2 or 3, I was like, oh, this is a huge, huge passion, mine. And maybe uh, I would say last year, I had a child, I have a son, he's one. And that took my passion um, from just organization to wanting to actually birth a business and do uh, a business also. So that's how everything kind of came to be.
1: Yeah. Well, tell us more a little bit about that, about like how giving birth and having your son like really fueled or maybe, um, you know, expanded your passion to actually start your business.
0: Sure. So I was, I was my client, right? I was overwhelmed, overworked, not enough time in the day um, to spend time with my family. To me, family is my first priority. If I'm always working or planning or serving at the church or whatever, that I'm not giving time to my to my family, and so I started to organize my life. Um, I, I do schedules all the time, so one of the things that I always do for people is schedule management, so I schedule their day from top to bottom, and so I began doing that for myself, and I'm like, oh, I have time to, you know, spend 10 hours here or spend two hours there, and it just began to flow so well, and as a teacher, we have the summers off, and so in the summer, I loved how my day, I would work 10 to 20 hours a week. I would make the same income as a teacher once I started the program, And I had all the time in the world to spend with my son. So that's kind of how everything wrapped around or came full circle. I like to say that my purpose and passion collided. And when my purpose and passion collided, it birthed divine inspirations. And from here, the opportunities are endless because I know that I can increase my productivity, increase my profitability, and also stay home with my baby and raise him um, at home.
1: I am here for it, um, and just thank you for the background. So you've been in business now for has it been a year, two years? No, I've, okay, I've only
0: been in business this, and this will be the end of my eighth month. So I've served people like for almost ten years doing the same thing that I'm doing now, but I had not ever went into business for myself until January 2019. So this okay. is all new for me to work independently for myself.
1: Oh my goodness. Thank you for the clarification on that. Cause I heard you say seven years, but you were talking about your job. Exactly. Got it. Okay. So you've been in business since t- 20, the beginning of 2019, we are eight months in guys. Like she is fresh green, um, so, <laughs> which is I think amazing, especially for the results that you've been able to get thus far, but kind of give us some insight on like, where was your mindset in January and kind of when you were thinking about, okay, I, I'm, I'm, I want to start, building an actual business, you know, when did you make the decision to say, I don't want this to be a hobby or some like side, you know, side effort type of thing that I do, like kind of what gave you the ignition to say, like, you know, I'm going to actually make this profitable. and, um, And what was kind of the first ideas that you had in regards to what you might sell?
0: Sounds good. So I would say at the end of 2018, once my maternity leave was over, I was back in the workforce. Um, that's kind of what gave me the push. So you know sometimes as you as you live, there's those things inside of your heart or inside of your or just inside of you and you have like you have to get them out. Like I had always thought about divine inspirations and I'd always thought about birthing something, but it was to the point where like I can't sit on this idea anymore. I have to get it out. So in January I had no idea like where to start or what to do. I knew that I was good at planning and organizing and every time someone hires me for something that's what they hire me for so I started to like um I started to try out my ideas what would the what would the name be what would I do I didn't know you know to target who would I serve all of those things I learned within the course but I just started to write everything down and put action behind it so creating a website I mean just different things of course I had no clue what I was doing but I just tried I took I think the the huge thing there is is that I took a step of faith and I put my faith with action and I started moving and what I thought
1: was the appropriate next step. Got it. So, when did you decide to enroll in services that sell? Whew. I I think I enrolled in like June, maybe June. July, and it's August. I think I enrolled like mid late June. Okay, so between January and June, kind of what was? I know you said that you you're very much like a go-getter. Like you just were saying, like, I just decided to get myself in action and did, even though I didn't know what I was doing, I was just doing, I made sure that I was doing something to move me forward. Kind of give us an idea of like, were you converting clients in those first six months? Were they paid clients? Like what, what were your activities then? And just kind of what was life like before, before June, before you enrolled in services that sell within the business? Okay, so I remember having
0: a very um, detailed conversation with you specifically um, in June, probably. I think it was June, um, where I was DMing you and I was messaging you. You had made a post, and I said, "You know, I'm doing this. I have, I have a coach. I have a mentor. I have this. I have that. I'm, I'm doing all that I need to be doing, but I'm not selling." And you said, "Well, let's go ahead and enroll in the course." And I said, "And I was hesitant. I didn't do it immediately. So then I began to think back over my time and what I." what had happened in the first six months of the year on the first six months of the year um from January I would say until mid-May I had made $35 in my business now I had tons of discovery calls I had tons of people on the phone I would i I was bringing the I was bringing people to me, but I wasn't securing the sale. So then, after that, I just began to keep working and working, and I booked one person in May for four ninety seven. And you would have thought I hit the lottery! Like I was so excited. Oh my goodness! This is awesome! This is great! Then I wrote in the courts. Module one of your course changed the trajectory of my business thus far. I stopped taking, um, every now and again I do because of my heart, but I have to change my mindset. I'm working on that. I'm cognizant of that. But I stopped taking the 150, 175, 150, 175, and I charged an appropriate amount for the service based off of the knowledge that I gained in the course. And it wasn't just the knowledge, but I think the clarity and the confidence that came with it um, really shifted my mindset, which shifted my income, which shifted everything to have me where I am
1: today oh my goodness like congrats on all the success thus far um but you were saying before you know in the beginning you had a mentor you had a coach so you were investing in yourself or at least had mentors and guides around you but kind of what was the disconnect kind of like what were they advising or what what were you doing I mean you were at least bringing people in but you weren't closing the sale just where was the disconnect in the education or the knowledge that you had so, I'm not sure
0: if there was, okay, so the first coach, um, it was a disconnect on me. I had, n- I, it, she was a mentor. I went to her um, for business mentorship, but it wasn't a, ben- a business mentorship um, a relationship. And So, that was my on my end. Now, I grew a ton personally, but just not business. So, it was a great investment. Secondly, I have a coach, and she is, she's awesome. Now, she taught me, um, she teaches me the how. How do you, how are you an expert? At what you do and how to um, how to how to sell not necessarily how to sell but how to practice my skill set in my niche and <clears> with <throat> the online business manager VA project manager world she teaches me the how. Then when I get to you, you teaches me, you taught me exactly how to sell what I've already been taught. So while I work simultaneously with my coach, who's an expert in what she does, I'm learning the how about my field. I feel like as an educator, it's very important to learn the details in everything about what you're doing. So that's what I'm doing there. And then with you, I'm taking what I learned from her and I'm Selling it to the mass. Does that make
1: sense? Um, totally makes sense. So, you had one coach that was helping you develop your actual skill set, and this is like the skill set you would deliver to your clients. Correct. And then you enrolled in services that sell to teach you how to, because I always say there's a difference between serving your clients and selling your services. Right. And I think those are both, like you said, skill sets that can be acquired and that need to be learned and need to be developed and need to be honed in on. But, um, you know, you can have the skill sets on how to deliver the service all day. But if you don't also learn how to actually sell, that's where the disconnect can come in with being able to actually convert those clients. So that totally makes sense. So kind of what was the trigger point? Like, I know you, I know we've been in the sphere. You had, you know, uh, we're in, like, you saw the post, we were DMing each other, but kind of what was like the, I need to do this now versus waiting another six months, like kind of what made you like, and say, I need to learn how to sell now versus waiting another day. Well,
0: you asked me a very specific question, and I remember the conversation because it resonated with me so deeply, but you said, like, what do you have to lose, basically? if, I, if I, um, It's not verbatim what you said, but that's what you were asking me. What do you have to lose, and what did I have to lose? I've done everything. I'm prepared. I'm pursuing excellence. I'm doing all I can do on my end, and so what do I have to lose by enrolling in another program with super great um, results? What do I have to lose? Nothing. I'm only going to invest in myself and get closer to my end state goal. So that's kind of um what propelled me there. And you also, when we were talking, you broke it down. You were like, yes, your coach is doing this, this, and that. But this course here is going to teach you to sell. And it did.
1: Oh, I, I love your mindset on like, I'm not going to lose anything because I'm investing in me. And I think that's something, if you're listening to this, you know, and I think another thing too, that I think is really admirable about you is that you are making investments based off of where you want it to go and not based off what the circumstances of where you were. Cause other people might've said, well, you've only made $35 in business so far. How, why are you about to make a four figure investment, you know, enrolling in services that sell when you haven't made that much on your own and kind of like how did you justify or just what were your thoughts or did you even like second guess that with just from a financial perspective what that investment had to look like
0: yes I did um well I saved, um and I did I did but I figured if I book if if if, if, what happens that she says is going to happen I will be able to pay for the course with one client And so I took it, like I already told you, I took a step of faith. I saved for my first payment. I chose the payment plan so that I didn't go into additional debt. Um, so I took, I took the payment plan. I paid it cash and I said, okay, Lord, I need you to help me with the
1: next. And I booked my client and I have the rest immediately. Oh, I love it. But and I just and I think that's so true just there's so many points in business where you have to not rely on your own understanding but really ask like really pray before you pursue but then after you pray like get moving like take action and that's something that I really um admire about your work ethic because sometimes people enroll in courses and they kind of drag their feet or like they don't fully commit to doing the work and trusting the process. And I think one thing with you is like you're constantly like, okay, guys, this is where I'm at. Okay. Okay. I need to revise this. Okay. I'm working on this. And you're, you're so quick to speak up, at least from what I've noticed about you. Um, so I just, I really think that's a huge like just kudos and like brownie points to you in regards to like what kind of, you know, how you've been able to grow as fast as you have been. Cause there's people listening to this who've been in business for eight years um who haven't been able to convert a four-figure client yet and you've done it within eight months. So now six months after business, we're kind of going into the second half of the year, you know, at least the last time we chatted, you've had about an eighty percent conversion rate in regards to prospects that have came in and clients you've closed. Um, and you have Uh, been your income month over month has been, you know, almost like doubling, you know, it's been growing very consistently, kind of what would you, what would you attribute to being able to get that first four figure client and then being able to, you know, get the second and get the third?
0: So I attribute it to um, confidence and clarity like I already had the skill set I already knew exactly what I needed to do but I wasn't confident in the approach and in services that sell you talk about you do a lot of mindset work one and you talk about you know asking for the sale and just how to how to move past the fear that I personally have of like oh my goodness I'm going to ask them for a lot of money no you're not asking them for a lot of money it's an invest just like I made an investment in myself you're making an investment in yourself that's going to save you so much time in the long run no one's going to tell you oh i don't want to spend time with my family i don't want to spend time with my children i don't want to just relax on the couch with my husband at the end of the day there's so many people in business that are so engulfed in the business world and working 24 7 that i knew my service was needed i just didn't have the confidence to step out and, and walk in that. And also, I'm a perfectionist, right? So I had to get through the mindset of, like, excellence over perfectionist. My signature service, I couldn't think of a, quote, unquote, title for it. And so I just sat. And I was like, oh, no, you can't sit. You have to get up and move. It's close enough. You, get, you have the main idea and push forward. And
1: through time, you know, we worked through that. And it's even more clear than it was when I, when I first started. This episode was generously sponsored by Acuity Scheduling. We are all ready to make more money and serve more people. But if you are in an email ping pong game with potential clients struggling to schedule your next call, let me introduce you to my software sugar daddy, Acuity Scheduling. Look, if the need to easily schedule calls and collect payment is holding you back from actually making money in your business, you need a simple solution. You need to have an automated process that handles all of the administrative and payment collection tasks for you. You need something that integrates with your calendar so you never miss an appointment and sends reminders to your clients so they show up on time. You need Acuity Scheduling. I've dated all the top scheduling softwares that the interwebs have to offer, but nothing has come close to Acuity Scheduling. I've been rocking with Acuity Scheduling for two years and counting. They continue to exceed my expectations, and they are always making improvements. That's real love. And to share the love, you can visit acuityscheduling.com backslash hawkhustle to get a 45-day trial to test it out for yourself. You will thank me later. Visit acuityscheduling.com backslash to get your forty five day trial of acuity scheduling now yeah, and was there like a specific module or a specific growth assignment that helped you like niche down your offer um to make it a bit more specific or or I know before you oh go ahead and answer that first. <laughs>
0: Oh, I don't know. Everything everything I've done, I, I haven't finished every, I haven't done my, my lean launch yet, but everything I've done so far has been gold. Uh, module one, I, like, had to do each lesson multiple times. And then once I went through it, completely had to start again. So module one, um, it's, it's powerful to me, and it shifted a lot of things. And then it was specifically module two, I think lesson one, where you talk about pricing, the mindset piece of, like, what, how do you perceive money? And then what is money actually? And all of those things, that really pushed me out of my limited uh, mindset.
1: Yeah. And I think that's a, a huge thing. When people, you know, before you said you had made $35 and now you're converting, you know, $1,500 clients and you're making four figures a month now, like, it's interesting that we say that we want those things, but there's these mental blocks that kind of hold us back from like, like you said, being confident asking for it and then actually receiving it when somebody says yes. And what, what advice would you give to a listener who may be thinking like, I know I have skill sets, but I'm scared to charge four figures for it. Like I, I just don't know if I'm ready to actually like put a higher price tag on my, on my services. Well, I'd
0: say, one, validate the service. Like, is it a service that requires four figures, Um, or, like, do you need to hone in and fix it? Um, And secondly, I'd say, why why not? Time is going to keep passing. Time is going to keep moving. And while time is moving, you have to pursue and achieve your goals. Like, we are created to live purposeful lives, and if you are... not pursuing and living in your purpose, then there's other people who are able to pursue and live in their purpose because you must be obedient first. So just take a leap of faith. I mean, that's what I did. I took a leap of faith. I trusted the process. It's not always clear when you trust the the process. You know, sometimes you can't see the the next step, but if you trust the process, even whenever the road gets a little shaky, you'll get to the end state goal. So when it gets hard, don't give up. There's been many weeks where I didn't have any clients, and there's been weeks where I booked a client every single week. But in the hard times, I don't stop. And then do the things that you don't like to do. It's like I strongly dislike social media. But social media is
1: how I've gotten... 90% Ninety percent of my clients, so stick with it, and it'll it'll happen Oh, I love that um, and if you need to rewind this episode and listen to that again, guys, do that because listen to what danielle said um, but but and I think something else that's interesting about your journey is before you said I was able to get people in, but i wasn't able to close kind of what changed with your ability now to go from not being able to close clients consistently over the phone to like what skill sets, or just kind of what was the shift for you? What new knowledge did you gain that helped you now actually close more clients consistently over the phone? Okay, now
0: I know I keep walking, I keep harping on this word confidence, but initially when I would have my calls, I would, you know, say, so what is your budget? And the client will say, well, maybe $97 or maybe $150, but really no more than 300 And I thought that the service should be 350 and I would say, okay, and, you know, teeter-totter back and forth. When I got on the calls after the course, how much is this service? This service is fourteen ninety seven. This service is whatever the price is, and that was the price of the service. And if they could afford it, great. If they couldn't, then we could do it you know, arrangements or whatever, but I wasn't shifting what I knew the worth of my service was based on where my client felt that they were financially. Like, their finances wasn't, didn't predicate the price of my business. And I had to get past uh, that mentally.
1: I love that. It's so like, before you were asking kind of for permission on how much do you want to pay versus now you felt more confident in stating this is what it is, how would you like to move forward? Yes, ma'am. Oh, I love that. I think that's going to really resonate with somebody listening to this right now because I know that's probably one of the biggest hurdles to overcome. Um, and how? I mean, and just let me know how was your experience. I know we talk a lot about converting clients over the phone, like, I, 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 and I know you said confidence, but what was there a certain element of confidence? Like, was it confidence in your offer or like confidence now in your pricing? Like, confidence around what to be for you to feel and show up the way that you have been on your sales calls. Confidence in it all. Confidence
0: one in my framework. Like it's not a new framework. I've done it many a times prior to having a business. It's a trusted framework. I've implemented. I've implemented it before and trusting that the process can work for my client or my potential client so one trusting my framework I would say um being confident that the price for being confident in that price like okay although it's something that I'm naturally gifted at that does not mean that I charge less for it because I'm naturally gifted at it and so that's something that I had to kind of get over because like organization and scheduling and managing things and teams and people is really fun to me like I find joy in it like I, I I go home, I'm like, Oh, honey, guess what? Like, this is what I did today. And it makes me so happy. And so because it made me happy, and because it brings me joy, and because it's not necessarily difficult to me, I thought, well, maybe I shouldn't charge much for this, because it's not costing me anything really, but my time. But time is really your most valuable asset, right? So I would, those are the two top things that I would say.
1: Oh, my goodness. I love it. I love it. Um, So, you know, you're eight months in the business. You're, you know, business is growing. You're converting clients consistently. You're making four figures a month. Kind of what's next for you? Is the goal just how do we manage and maintain? Or kind of what are some of your aspirations to finish out the year strong and to go into 2020 with?
0: So, I would like to double my income. So, I've been on, like, since May, June, July, August, I've doubled my income pretty much every month. And that's a continued trend I want to make. Um, I want to continue to double my income, but one I want I want to continue to walk in my purpose. Like I want to continue having a dynamic impact on people's lives through organizational structures for their business. And so, if I'm doing that through my signature service and knowing intentionally, like you know, how many people I need to serve, how I can serve them, I think I'm on a really strong track. And so, like right now, I'm just in the process of planning 2020. What does that look like? Um, what do we add in my events do we you know just what does my service look like but building a brand around the service is really my next
1: goal I love it and that's kind of like the, the the reason why I love having a signature service is because um once you have a signature service and once you can nail that down it's it you have the opportunity to leverage it in different ways to be able to expand your business model as you grow and as it makes sense for you to evolve so I absolutely love that Um, and I want to get an insight on because you've been doing such amazing work not just in your business but in the business of the clients that you work with so what are some of like the you know I want you to kind of like just toot your horn and like ring the bell a bit and tell us about like what results are you seeing for the clients that you get to work with and how has that experience been for you
0: been amazingly awesome, I would say. I, I, When people come to me, most of the time, they're almost in tears. Like, they are very successful people. They're not aspiring entrepreneurs. They're established entrepreneurs, but because they're established and they have so much going on, they feel the weight of their business. They feel where they want to go, but because of the lack of system structures and organization they're not able to make that next step and so when we chart out the strategic plan and when we I managed the process and we and they actually live the life and i bring their vision to life and they they're living what they envisioned for so long it's beautiful to see it's beautiful to watch you know the hugs the testimonials um just all of that and really watching them enjoy life because I believe life is meant to be lived and enjoyed life is not meant to where you wake up go do something for 12 hours come home and go to sleep like there's so much more to it to me um and allowing watching my clients experience that um is almost indescribable I mean I try my best to describe it
1: but um that's how I feel oh I love it and are there like certain tweaks that you're giving to your clients or suggesting that they do to I guess kind of just give us an idea of what does it look like to if somebody who is listening to this now is like oh my gosh I need you Danielle kind of what does the process look like what can they expect once they once they um, hire you sure so it's a three-step process so first off we
0: start off with a schedule so like what what are you doing each day how are you using your time and like how can I make you the time that you use more productive. So I go through and I make a customized schedule for you from wake to sleep. And um, in those time blocks where work is happening, I really dive in into what should be work, what you should be working on, how you should be working on, and what are our in-state goals. So I do that first, get a schedule going, which always helps tremendously. Secondly, I move into planning. So we plan the next 3, 6, 9, 12 months of your business. Um, and our action items for those, For those months or for those quarters. So we get that going. I manage the plan. So when there's I'm your accountability partner. Sometimes it's hard to stay the course independently, so I'm here to carry you. I'm here to walk with you. I'm here to bring in vendors, to bring in whatever needs to be, whatever needs to happen so that we can manage this particular plan. Once we move, once we finish the strategic plan and the schedule, I'm managing on out. So some people, they have teams that need to be managed. Some people, they just need the strategic plan managed. Everything at that end, at everything at the state, Excuse me at phase 3 of the program is complete management from my perspective so if you're hands off you can be the ceo that you were designed to be you can be the president of your company that you are designed to be and know that the back end operational systems will run just fine by me and i will and i manage that process
1: so that's really a quick synopsis schedule plan oh. manage Good, good. good. Look at you. I'm just here for it. guys. I love hearing the clarity in your framework um, and just happy to hear that services at sell is able to help you gain clarity around that. Um, but who are your ideal clients? Like typically, who do you work best with? I know you said established business owners, but um, any, any specific type of established business owners that you work best with? Yes, um, service providers. So, if you have a service
0: that um, you're trying to sell, or that a business, um, I work with established service-based providers, mostly small businesses, but you know, um, that's
1: that's who I work with—people who are providing
0: a service to someone else.
1: Okay, awesome. Um, and if if somebody who's listening to this is like, "Oh my goodness," like Danielle, I want to get the results that you got, but I'm just kind of sitting on the edge and don't know if I should take the next step or enroll in services that sell. Like, what? words of wisdom would you tell um, that person on how to kind of navigate or or make a decision on whether or not to join services that sell yes
0: Oh, just do it. Like Nike, just do it. You won't have any regrets. If you go in and you give 100%, then you will get the results. And that's the thing that people have to remember. People invest in coaches, programs, courses, et cetera, and they don't show up. But if you show up, the people, Hawk um, and her team, they are there to support you. They're there to help you, but you have to do your portion as an individual. But if you're ready to be intentional and disciplined, sign up if you're ready to sit back you know you might wait until you're ready to really commit to the program but if you are a committed person ready to see some results sign up today
1: oh i love it and if there's anybody listening that wants to sign up with you danielle where can we find you where can they learn more about your services and figure out next steps
0: Of course, so you can visit me on my website at www.divineinsp.com, or you can follow me on Instagram at underscore divineinspirations underscore.
1: Thank you so much for your time today, Danielle. It was a pleasure to have you on. Of course. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I'll talk to you later. Hey there, Hawk Hustler. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you are ready to turn your side hustle selling services into a profitable online coaching or consulting business, visit JerishaHawk.com backslash workshop. Within just one hour of this free masterclass, yes, free 99, you will have a proven framework to convert not just better clients, but more clients who are willing to pay top dollar consistently. Visit DrishaHawk.com backslash workshop and I will see you there.